When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome you to another episode of Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and today I'm sitting down with Peyton Trim. He is an artist here in Columbus, Mississippi, and uh, I recently came across his work, and I was just blown away by it. So, Peyton, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to sit down with me today, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and so um, just out the gate, um, growing up and originally where you're from, um, what were some of those early moments in your life where you kind of felt yourself drawn to art? Um, well, I was born in 1987 down in Natchez, Mississippi. Um, most of my early childhood, I spent a lot of time daydreaming and just kind of to myself. I was one of those sort of awkward kids that um, kind of created my own world in my head. But um, yeah. from an early age, I, I knew that I enjoyed art. Um, I can remember one of the first paintings I ever made actually was of a swan, and I was probably in first grade about that time. And... Um, I don't know, I just, I really enjoyed the process. Um, I remember I showed it to my dad and, you know, he seemed to be kind of proud of it. So it was just something I kept up with as a kid. And then later on down the road, I found that, um, you know, it was a really expressive form for me in high school. I I started really getting into art more and more. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just always been a part of my life. I got you. And so during that time in high school, I guess it would be like an art appreciation kind of thing. what were some of those early influences that kind of, I guess, helped pave the way for what would become what you do now? If you could. Um, well, I started actual classes in high school, and um, that was really the only schooling I ever had. Um, but early on, I, I really started looking into artists like Van Gogh, um, Monet, Michelangelo, of course, you know, the, the main staples. Um, and uh, Van Gogh was one that really inspired me early on. I liked the way that he was really free with his expression of things, mm-hmm. um, the vivid color that he used. Uh, George O'Keefe was another one that drew my interest. Um, she had a lot of interesting shapes in her work, and how she drew inspiration from nature was something else that I, I found to be really intriguing. But um, um, abstract painters like Pollock. Uh, he was one that I found to be really interesting but as I got older and kind of his process behind everything. Mm-hmm. I've, I've really enjoyed um, kind of looking into his history of how he got started. Um, but as time went on, it, you know, it was just, it became a lot of, um, a lot of different creative inspirations for me. Um, a lot of different street artists that I've seen down in New Orleans have inspired me. Um, everything from 
you know, street art to fine art in museums to doodles that I've seen kids do before. You know, mm-hmm. it, inspiration can come from all different places. Absolutely. A little bit about the story about how you ended up in Columbus. How that how that happened? Well, I was born in Natchez and was raised in South Mississippi up until I was about eight. Mm-hmm. At that point, I transferred with my dad up to Arkansas and um, I started school there. And I lived there, uh, finished high school, and um, I took, kind of took a, a break from college for a year. I moved back to Mississippi. Um, it was around that time I really started just personally kind of growing in my art. And um, like I said, I never went to a university for it, but it was something I knew at that time was probably going to be a big staple in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just happiest doing that, and I've I've had a lot of other different jobs, um, everything from you know restaurant work to uh, just kind of a jack of all trades sort of. But art has been the one thing that I always knew it it brought me more happiness than any than anything else that mm-hmm. I've done. Okay. Between that and writing, those were two things that have always been you know really really important to me. The uh, the writing is it is it like a personal journal kind of thing or is it is that like a conceptual thing that kind of um, helps build these series that you do? Uh, when I was younger, I wrote a lot actually, mostly just fictional stories that came out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember showing them to some of my family members, and they just you know <laughs> would kind of smile at me and just tell me you know I had a pretty cool imagination as a kid and. And like I said before, you know, I knew um, I knew the way I thought was a little bit different, but the stories in the beginning were one place I could kind of pour that out in, and then poetry later on became something else um, that I found to be a good outlet. And that was really where the connection between writing and, and my painting began was with poetry. Um, poetry and music have influenced my art a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I'm typically playing something in the background when I'm creating. Um, but yeah, between that and um, and painting, it's it's been a really a good collective of things that I could um, express myself with. Yeah. And so... Um well, the, the latest series that you have here, um, you got photography coming to be a part of your work now. Um, like, when you're uh, planning out these series, um, does it start as a concept for just one and it kind of builds and turns into a series, or is it you've already got it kind of planned out? Or uh, Honestly, there's never any plan. <laughs> That's the fun part about it, too, yeah. is... You know, I'll, I'll draw inspiration a lot of times from nature, um, but it can be everything from nature to other artists to photography, which I've done a lot before in the past. Um, photography was something that I really got into when I was about 20, 20 to 23 years old. I did a lot of photography at that time and less painting, actually. Um, and it's strange how that kind of took a break for so many years and now they kind of seem to be combining the two, you know, coming together. And it's really cool, even photographs that I took over 10 years ago, I found and, you know, mm-hmm. I realized, well, this is kind of connecting to what I'm doing now. Um, this new series is, it's a really personal one for me. Um, there's a lot of content that is very 
very inward. Um, it's kind of like telling a story. It's called Reflections. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty open about the fact that you know I've had my own personal struggles before in the past. Um, I think that's something that's definitely defined and, and changed my art over the years. Um, and in this series, I feel like that's something that's kind of coming, starting to come to the surface more and more in a really healthy way for me to express. Um, and like I said, art, art has always been the best outlet for me, even yeah. better than the written or spoken word. I'm much better with, with telling something in paint or whatever media it might be um, to other people. And I'm hoping maybe this new series will inspire some other folks too, you know, to, yeah. to find their own way to express things that maybe they're dealing with and inwardly that are kind of hard to talk about. Sure, yeah. Um, I know just with reflections and like just when I started following you on uh, Instagram and the first one I saw was the, uh, the painting of uh, your cousin. And I was like, wow. And then like I saw that one and I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a cool work. <laughs> I, I'm hoping so. So far, I, the feedback has been pretty well from how others have kind of um, you know taken to it that I've shown so far. Um, it's definitely a far cry from my my roots with watercolor, which is where I I guess you could say I first started getting noticed in the the professional art world a couple of years ago. Um, watercolor for me was something that was very in the moment expressive mm -hmm. um, it was always full of emotion for me it was really fast paced um, the way that I, I use watercolor is typically one sitting and I've you know painted a lot over the years but watercolor was where I got a lot of experience not just with um, not just with that media itself but you know color and which ones I sort of saw that would come to define my work in the you know in the long run. I like a lot of different pastel work with watercolor, and um, this new series though is it's a little bit deeper with color and content, a little heavier gravity type type storytelling. Um, the first piece that I actually did in the series was this with the one blue hallelujah that incorporates my my cousin Miranda's photo that I took back in. I guess it was about 2009, 2010, and um, I was just looking back through some old photos several months ago, and I happened upon this one, and I said, you know, I really want to do something with this and bring it back to life, mm -hmm. and um, I spoke to Miranda about it, and she was excited, and so we just kind of went from there, and it's, it's touching on a few different things, um, kind of where I come from originally with what inspires me with between painting and the photography obviously um, I love the idea of taking things that aren't necessarily beautiful um, and trying to trying to put them out in a way that brings beauty out of it mm -hmm. um, things that maybe you would see at first glance and be kind of disturbed by or or find that you know might be a little sad looking but try and find some type of happiness in there you know and to express that as best i can yeah man and so like with the different medias and uh with this um you know, we were talking a little bit before with like resins and uh rose petals and different things uh 
what did that look like to you at first when you decided to kind of step out and start using different types of medias like that? Well, it was total experimentation. Um, I just kind of had a moment one evening out behind my apartment. Um, I knew I wanted to try something different just for fun, even if it was just something I would hang in my home for me personally. And I started working with flowers and um, dried roses were kind of one of the first ones that I used. And um, I said, well, I have this idea. I want to bring the story, you know, a little bit more tangible, I guess, and see if I can put these things together. Resin, resin has been a media that I found to be really cool because it can, it can hold things in a way that looks almost like a dream in place to me. Um, I've really enjoyed that part of the process. It's something that, um, I feel like gives kind of a new life to, to some of my work. Mm -hmm. What, uh, what is that off that, uh, brown cross? Is it a chain? That's actually a, a, a chain that I found in an antique shop not too long ago, and um, I don't know, it was just something I kind of thought was pretty cool and yeah. and beautiful, and, and I like the idea too in this particular piece about, you know, chains and freedom coming together sort of in the same, in the same area, um, uh, obviously with the, the wings, um, you know, spirituality is a big part of what I make um, in my art. It's been a big influence for me most of my life and something that um, has definitely helped me in life, not just in art, but in all avenues of, of life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I feel like it's the one thing I've always had to hold on to that's kind of brought me through a lot of different storms in my life. And I try and pay tribute to that in my work as much as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, let's see, what about just over the past couple of years as far as, um, uh, just displaying your art around town or, uh, maybe even down in Natchez, uh, is there some places down there that kind of support you? Yeah, I actually have, still have a lot of friends in that area, um, and I do have some work that's located there right now, um, I've always been a little bit hesitant about putting my work out there, at least in the beginning, because it, it's a really vulnerable moment when you start putting out something so personal for people to see in person and to critique. Um, so in the beginning, that was terrifying, but you know, it, I found that it was a way that I could kind of communicate to other people and that people communicated back to me with, um, I feel like art's the, the connection of the human heart really between people right sometimes things that we um, we can't connect to in daily life art art gets a little bit deeper than that music even too um, I feel like people can get not just me as the artist but the viewer also can be more vulnerable in that you know standing in front of a piece and saying well this is what I see and this is how it makes me feel, and this is what I want to take from it. I never try and tell an audience what they should see in a work. I, I want them to kind of draw that for, for themselves and whatever it means to them. Um, but in the beginning, you know, I started putting some work out in Natchez, and I found the community there to be super supportive of me, and um, I still, some of the very best friends that I have in my life live there. Uh, 
after I moved from Natchez, um, I was living on and off in New Orleans for a couple of years and doing some odd man jobs. Um, obviously there's a lot of creative inspiration in, in that city and it really started influencing my work a lot and um, just kind of gave me a, a sense of freedom, freedom in my expression and sort of starting to take some chances with different stuff. Um, a few years later, um, actually it's been about three and a half years ago, um, was introduced to a gentleman named Randy Jackson, who is an art consultant based in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And it was just by chance we had a mutual friend, and uh, he called me one afternoon and said, hey, I've seen your work um, recently, and I wanted to see if maybe you'd be interested in showing some more work down in New Orleans. Um, and from there, things just really became an, an entire new, an entire new thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of blew up in the best kind of way. He's been a, a mentor for me and guided me in the professional world. Um, I'm really grateful for that because it was something I was stepping out to with no idea of, you know, as far as galleries and and how to put work out in the in the world went. But he's He's taught me a lot, and um, we've created a really good friendship over the years as a result, and he's still representing me currently in New Orleans and throughout the surrounding area of Mississippi. Um, he's placed work all over the United States and, and the world, so he's, he's helped me reach a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also currently displaying work at the Columbus Arts Council here in town. I have a piece there, uh, Love Omen. It's uh, one of the collage pieces. And um, I'm really grateful that they've asked me to display my work there also. Man, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'll be up there Monday, so I'll have to cool. make sure to stop in there and see it. Yeah, I tell them I said, hey. Yeah. Um, you know, that's one thing I found about Columbus. Columbus and Starkville also, since moving back in October, um, the community here is so strong and so welcoming. Um, and I've had a lot of people that have responded well to my work and have, you know, really helped to sort of inspire me more lately mm -hmm. especially to um, to create more to experiment um, I've just been overwhelmed with gratitude since I got back here at how much how much support I've received uh, my friend Tammy Carlisle who lives in Starkville mm -hmm. she owns Minerva Salon and Gallery and um, we actually met not too long ago and she contacted me through Instagram and asked if maybe I'd be interested in showing some work there at Minerva. And I said, well, sure, you know, I'd seen it on Facebook and social media. So we met and um, thus a, a new friendship was made with Tammy and she's been a, a definite light in my life recently. Um, she works very hard and, you know, she's built Minerva up to what it is. And I see great things coming for not just for for Minerva, but also the surrounding area here in um, Starkville and Columbus. It seems like the arts are growing more and more every day in Mississippi. It, it is. Um, I work over in Starkville, and I'm, I'm, I guess, play a lot in Columbus would be the relationship with it right now. But it's good just to go around those towns and see that uh, there, you know, there's murals, and even like some of the, um, you know power boxes you know throughout downtown they got some art on them now and like you kind of get the sense like uh with these festivals like i know you have the sunday fun days and starble like uh 
there's really this culture that seems to be just growing by the day for people who are really getting behind the arts. Yeah, it's it's really cool to watch. Um, like you were saying, little things just, you know, like with the festivals that are popping up around you know, our area and, and art showing up in places that you wouldn't necessarily expect, it, it's really cool to see because it's um, it's daily inspiration. You know, it's art in, in our home, our hometown. Um, it's just amazing at how many very creative artists there are in the state alone um, between you know the delta all the way down to south mississippi you just got artists that are constantly creating and they inspire me they really do mm -hmm. um, i can just think right off the top of my head you know several artists that have that i've watched grow over the years and and it's helped me to keep growing also you know to to inspire and and new artists that are just now putting their work out there it's amazing to see yeah it's it's um it's a cool thing yeah, man, I'd just like to step back uh, to something that you had said earlier, you know, about uh, the nervousness of uh, first letting the art go out to the public for you know, people to see it for themselves and have a reaction. Uh, it's the same with songwriting or anything else. I, I write uh, songs, and I know, you know, first time sharing that song to a live audience or uh, just to a family member or a friend, it's, there is that anxiety about, uh, I wonder what you're going to hear. You know, because, like, what I'm telling may not be what... You, you may come up with a totally different story. Right. Like, it was like, when did that happen to you? I was like, oh, that's, that's not about me. You know, so I, I get the uh, the angst, you know, behind it. It's like, it's really putting yourself out there in a different way. I think that's that's really cool. Um, and I, I can totally understand what you're saying about the nervousness of that, especially with music. Mm -hmm. uh, I, my hat's off to you. I can't play a, a single instrument. I wish I could, but it's just something I've never been inclined to. But um, songwriting, especially, you know, I have quite a few friends that are, are songwriters, and it's um, I watch their creative process, and it, it's very um, it's very heartfelt. You know, it's it's a it's a really personal thing, and it's it's sudden. Whereas a painting is on a wall, and people can kind of look at it for as long as they want to and, and draw different things with a song it's like a single expression in, in you know just a few minutes and um, a lot of times it can be something that's totally life changing for somebody to hear that yeah uh, you, you'll hear it um, like a, this song changed my life or like a, it's like wow you know yeah. like and a lot of people would be like uh, some old country song and like you'll have like a lot of people that just really relate to that song somehow. It can be the same with kind of any art or poetry. It's like just what I'm finding as I get older and go back and read, maybe it's poetry, or uh, you'll start thinking about it and be like, that's a pretty incredible piece. Like it, it's got, it moves me in a way, you know? Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, the older I get, the more I appreciate art. You know, when I was younger, um, I didn't start playing guitar or messing with music till I was 15, and before that it was like making fun of people who did, right? <laughs> and uh, it's kind of crazy how it comes full circle, right? <laughs> it is. You know, I think a lot of times as we, as we get older, obviously we've experienced more in life. Um, we've experienced joy, you know, happiness, um, love. We've experienced pain 
different levels of all these different emotions mm. and it's really interesting to draw you know obviously inspiration from those those moments in our life that really define us and to to go back and visit that as as um, as time passes and how it becomes much more important to us and you know I, I can understand how your music's probably changed over the years and yeah yeah it's over the past 10 years man it's the whole process the way I do things and uh, you know every now and then you'll have uh, I, I, I call it like lightning um, just being struck you'll be in a maybe just sitting on a creek bed happen to have a guitar and um, here come a riff and then you won't even have time to fully write down the whole idea before the whole song's wrote and it's almost faster than what you could write and uh, it's like just that lightning moment. That's amazing. And those are always like the the favorite songs. And then that those there's some that uh, as a concept it it was three songs being combined together to make one because um, I didn't believe in any one of the three enough for you know to ever play it. Uh, the process is always just a little bit different with each one. Like I'm sure it is with with your work, you know. Yeah, I can I can see. Um... I can see a lot of different inspirations for me that are coming together over time. Uh, and, you know, I revisit former series that I've, I've worked on, like the um, the Dreamer series of the, the portraits that I've done a lot of that are more abstract watercolor on paper pieces. Mm -hmm. That was one of the very first series that I, I put out there. Um, and I, I really like that series in particular because it draws draws mostly from from different people that I've met over the years and the emotion that I've kind of experienced with that individual or um, you know a lot of times the inspiration just comes completely from from somewhere in my head I'm not sure where exactly but um, yeah and that's really cool to just create without intention yes um, I guess it's uh, the best way to put it is it's letting it's letting it build itself or create itself you're just at that point you're just the uh, um, hmm, what's the word? <laughs> um, the outlet, I guess. You know, it's go, it's flowing through you. That's perfect. That's. I was just kind of thinking that in my mind as I was sitting here. Um, you know, I feel like as artists, whether we be whatever medium it is, you know, painters, music, mm -hmm. sculptors, um, writers. I feel like we're kind of the as you were saying like the avenues for that stuff to move through because art's all around us mm -hmm. you walk out your front door in the morning and you know you see a sunset or you see nature um birds wildlife other people that stuff's out there you know in existence already mm -hmm. and sometimes i feel like the way that artists feel things a little bit differently maybe is sort of that avenue in us that's allowing those experiences to come through and whatever that comes out out in whether it be a painting or a song or, or a novel you know that's um it's, i guess the, the best way i can maybe put it is like um something that already existed that just kind of found a way to be told yeah yeah absolutely it's like uh with that sunset or like just hearing the birds outside chirping it's just um I guess there's two ways of looking at it, and if you're in that artist's mind, like uh, you got your third eye open, so to speak, and 
allowing yourself to 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 feel the whole picture for what it is, whether it's beautiful or it might be something that's not. You know, exactly. it could be dark. Yeah, totally be dark. It is. Yeah, man. Well, man, with just um, the future and like uh, with the reflection series and um, like, do you um, when you're doing these series, do you uh, ever do other pieces of work during that time, or are you strictly on that series? Um, well, I, I do commissions um, a lot of times for people, you know, that may contact me and want something that's really personal to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm usually working in that avenue also, but I do switch up from series as I'm maybe working with the reflection. Say I might, you know, take a take a return back to um, my series home, which is focused more on, you know, Mississippi landscape and architecture. I've really enjoyed that piece and kind of paying, you know, homage to to our home state here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good it's a good thing to be able to sort of bounce around with different things that inspire me because I feel like it's a refresher mm-hmm. you know, to maybe leave one one series for a moment, create a piece in another series, and then come back. It's like it kind of keeps the energy rolling for me. Yeah, I'm sure it's different with. Uh with each piece I've always been curious about these commissions um, I've got a another friend he's over in Texas and um, that's a, he's a musician also but on the side he paints and um, the only time he'll do a new piece is if it's commissioned you know Yeah. and I've, I've always wanted to ask how does that work is it like just an Instagram message or um, a phone call sometimes and like they'll send over image of what they're thinking or like is it different each time or it, it is a little different depending um i have found that you know social media has been a, a great avenue to to meet new clients and you know for people that are wanting something specific and they'll you know a lot of times send me a message mm-hmm. and say hi you know i've been seeing your posts and i really like your artwork i have this idea that i would like and wanted to see if you're interested in maybe creating it for me and those those to me are some of the best challenges okay um, because it brings something to me that that maybe I wasn't expecting and it's sometimes it's a challenge but it's always a really interesting process and at the end of the day if I create something that someone is able to personally personally connect to I feel like I've done my job as as an artist absolutely and um like with those commissions, like is it is that just gonna be a one of one or do you ever recreate it like after like maybe after it's come out and other people see it be like, Oh, I want one of them. Yeah, that's actually happened a few times before. Um yeah. one piece in particular, the um Mont Saint Michel piece that I've I've recently created. I've had a couple of different clients that have contacted me and said, you know, I would I would like a reinterpretation of this and um that's really interesting because it it shows me that people from all different walks of life mm-hmm. you know gravitate towards this this image and they all find something into it that they you know that they love and can appreciate even if they don't know one another of course or you know yeah. even live in, in the same area a lot of times it's, yeah. it's really cool yeah and so they're, they're probably not even seeing or feeling the same emotion about it they right. just connected with it totally different yeah I yeah. feel like that's really interesting to see yeah man Cool. Well, man, um, 
anything else to add or subtract? Uh, I just wanted to spend the last couple minutes with you just kind of talking about for ways for people to connect with you and social media and different avenues. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, Facebook has been a, a, you know, a big avenue for people to meet me. Um, word of mouth. Um, my consultant that I spoke of, Randy Jackson, he's connected me to a lot of people. Um, Minerva Gallery. Um, just, it's, it's something that's just kind of taken on a, an engine of itself over time, too. Um, yeah, on Instagram, uh, you'll find me at peyton.trim.art. Um, on Facebook, Peyton Trim. And um, if, you know, if someone happens to be interested in maybe a piece that I, I post or would like a commission, they can always contact me there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give them more information that way. Um, and I'm hoping to really start getting more work out in this area and, and different galleries and um, and businesses and sort of bringing my art out to the people in this community. That's, I feel like art is meant to be shared. Yeah, man. It don't do you any good if it just stays on your wall, right? Right. It's hard to let some some of them go sometimes. It really <laughs> right. is. But once they're out there, you know, and, and people respond to it in a good way, it's like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's a good feeling. That's, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, man. Well, cool. Um, Peyton, thank you so much for taking the time, brother. I appreciate you all very much. Yeah, thank man. you. News and notes. Thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever platform it is that you're listening to on. Thank you. And tell a friend. I'm going to walk the thing going out the door with a song called Van Gogh by Pony Bradshaw. I'm out of here, guys. Peace out.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.